you know, I didn't, I didn't coin this term, but it's brilliant. The enemy of starting is starting. I just said it, but it's so true. And it's, say that again. The enemy of starting is starting. So good. Like I, you have to start. If you, I mean, like people are so afraid to start that they don't start. Therefore, that never, never realizes. What's up and welcome to today's episode of Boost Podcast. We are so excited you are here to join us. Don't forget to like, subscribe down below. This is our very first podcast. Hey, there go the Red yes, Bulls. Red this Bulls. is our very first podcast and we I'm couldn't so be more excited. So have you thing. guys seen on social media, it's like everywhere, this whole like old like old person face thing like yeah, that everyone's you've seen it have you done it I no have my, my girlfriend sent me a picture of me and <laughs> i resemble my father do so you really it was pretty accurate <laughs> i haven't done it yet i've seen a lot and they're pretty creepy i did it all myself and like i, I saw yours you look you look old to yeah, say the least i don't like it you don't heck no what what do you not like about seeing your face old? It's just like the thought of it. I don't know. But the other thing I've seen is a lot of people, like what you said, they've like seen or they look like they're, they resemble like their dad. Or yeah. I've even seen like dads do it and they do like a younger version and they look exactly like. Like Caleb, your, your roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His dad looks exactly like Caleb's little brother. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? His young version. Yeah. Of and then they did like the older version of him and he looks just like their grandpa. So like his dad. Oh, wow. So it's like. It's really weird, but it's kind of freaking me well, out. Before we get too old, obviously, uh, today we're going to be talking about chasing dreams. And I couldn't think of a better person than the guy we're about to bring on. He is a two-time state champion in volleyball, 2005, 2006. He keeps a slice of cheese in his pocket at all times. He loves, loves people. Here he is, Brandon Lovelace. Come on. Yes. Yes. Brandon. Making his way. I got you a drink. What'd you get me? I got you an orange Gatorade. I heard that's kind of a jam of yours. <laughs> a jam of mine? Yes. Orange Gatorade. So, you know what I don't like, right? You don't like soda. Well, yeah, I guess uh, it's not that I don't like Carbonation. it. Carbonation. Yeah, 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 I stopped drinking soda like five years ago. You were part of that whole thing. I don't think it was five, was it? No. It no, it was five. like three. Three, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you were part of that whole thing. Yeah, for sure. I remember it all. It was, it was difficult. And you got you have two kids now. I have two kids now, who have never known me to be a soda drinker. Isn't that wow. sad? That's incredible. That's very uh, that's impressive. By the way, I'm uh, we lied to you. I, I'm not a two-time volleyball champion. You you didn't go back to back. I I never even went <laughs> single. Um, you never went front to front, huh? <laughs> yeah. We Do didn't. you happen to have a slice of cheese in your pocket? No. So yeah. Gosh dang it. <laughs> where, where did that come from? I've heard that before. Uh, was that at the a conference? That was at a yeah D now that we did. No, no, that was at Connection. I feel like. Well, he did. Multiple he's done places. multiple places. <laughs> kind of known for carrying cheese yeah. in, in a pocket. He gets on stage to do a bid or whatever, and all of a sudden he'll just he just hands the person a slice of cheese, yeah. and they're like, "Was that in your pocket?" He's like, yeah, I always, I always keep a slice of cheese in my pocket. That's kind of a funny thing to. Yeah, and to it's try. not good cheese either. It's no, like craft American cheese, which right? is good to some people. You got to be careful. Yeah, that's You're not alienating a lot of your sorry. audience by saying craft singles are bad cheese. Craft, am I right? Craft, come on the show. Craft, <laughs> come on the show. Let's craft. talk about it. Craft, let's talk about it. <laughs> there we go. So today, uh, like we said, we're talking about chasing dreams, the importance of it. We're going to dive in um, to maybe how to take your next steps into you know chasing your dreams and all that stuff. Um, but I want to raise the question um, to Brandon. 
uh, the whole thing of like, is it more dangerous to neglect your dream than to like actively pursue it? And I, I mean, I mean it in the, I mean in the terms of when you, when you take a risk and you, when you might be chasing after a dream and a lot of times risks are associated with that. So there might be like setbacks, there might be, um, you know, like struggles, that sort of thing is, is the risk of failure and those setbacks more dangerous or is it more dangerous to not even chase it at all? Because I think of people, for example, like say Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Like he's done a lot for, you know, our country and all that stuff. And, you know, when we think of like a dream, we think kind of associated with him. And so think of if he would have never, cause like all the odds were against him, you know, yeah, if he would have sure. never taken the step and taken that risk, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Totally. Totally. Um, First off, I think it's interesting uh, to be considered any type of source for dream chasing. Um, and, and we can get into that, too, because there's there's something to that where um, I've, I've done some cool stuff that um, I, I can I can remember thinking of things I really wanted to achieve and then maybe achieving some of those things. But when when those were actually achieved, I was already in a different mindset that I had a hard time even celebrating some of those things. So even in this moment right here, we're talking about chasing dreams and, and allowing me to, to be some sort of a source on that. Like that's super cool. And, um, I, I appreciate it. But even where I sit today, it's like, there's still ongoing dreams and, and things that happen. But, but what I can say is, and even like the Martin Luther King thing, um, I, I think that when we talk about danger and dream chasing, like if you really have something on your heart and in your head and, and something that's, um, you know, that you have to drive this forward or your God's called you to it, um, I think it's dangerous, um, to yourself to press forward for sure. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's super dangerous. There's a risk to it. There's a sure, risk hundred yeah, percent. Sure. Now the flip side of that is if you have that same desire, like, you know what you're called to do, but you run from it. I think that's dangerous to everyone else because you're obviously called there for a reason. Right. You're called right, right. to this thing for a reason. So mm -hmm. whenever we find ourselves stagnant and, and totally dropping, our dreams or our, or, you know, leaving the desires, which God has put in our heart aside, I think it's dangerous to the world. Um, mm -hmm. because I, I think God has called us to do something and right. if we don't do it or, or, or just let, try and let someone else do it. I think that that, that's where it's like dangerous for the world versus yeah. when you try and go, go through it and, and pursue something. It, it is, it can be dangerous in, in many different ways. And it's not always like a violent dangerous or a, or like a, you know, physical pain, but I mean, there's a lot of emotional turmoil that can happen spiritual turmoil that can happen yeah. for sure. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Definitely. I think that's like a, I think you hit the nail right on the head with, with that, because I think of kind of like what you were saying, it's almost like what you, what you do and what you're called to do affects like more than just mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? It's, it's, sure. it, it affects everyone because you think of, you know, all these people who have done great things in their life and how much not only successes are brought to them, but to like everyone else around them. And so, yeah. And that's, that's kind of why I see you as not only a dream chaser, but a dream like doer, like you do your dreams, but not only that you help people achieve your dreams mm -hmm. or achieve their dreams. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen that so many times, not only just in my life is one huge example, but even the edge church, you are a huge part of making that dream come to life. Uh, your wife, your kids, like that's a dream of y'all's that you yeah. probably had from 
when you got married and now it's there. You have two of them and they're all awesome. They're so much fun. So I've not only seen you be a dream doer, but a dream like give her to people. And I think that's really cool because when you when you chase your dreams, I feel like you're more prone to like help people chase theirs and yep. help them. Like mm-hmm. you've Absolutely. been there, you've taken the risk. And so like you kind of know a little bit of what that risk is going into it. So that's kind of one of the huge, huge reasons I wanted you on was for that was like, you're not just a dream doer, but you're a dream giver. You help others achieve their dreams, which is so cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, honestly, it's, I think it's become more fun to see other people succeed that, that I've had a, any sort of hand in being a part of, uh, than it is to even succeed on my own. Uh, I like collaboration more than doing anything singularly. So I find that way more fun. Um, but, but I totally, um, I've had huge dreams and I've had huge things, uh, that I wanted to happen that didn't happen. I've had things that turned into things I never thought would turn into. So, um, the edge church, totally one of them. I mean, that, that's a huge dream to, to see it grow and to be part of it. And, and the most satisfying thing is to be able to step away from it and see it still, you know, thrive and mm-hmm. do really, really well. Yeah. That's exciting for me. Um, that's good. I think there's a little, I mean, like just a little bit of backstory. I don't, Curtis probably doesn't know any of this. So just to give you a little backstory, when I was um, in college, first year college, I was in this band. I was in a a power pop (laughs) rock band and we were like, we were really, yeah, right. You love music like that, right? I I mean, I, I'm just can't wait to get on Spotify. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we, which band you were in multiple bands. Well, the the only one that really took off to, yeah, had some traction. It was called theater breaks loose. And before we started, I sat down with, with the two guys that are in the band with me. And I just said, let's write a list of all the things we want to achieve. And however, however many points, whatever. And, and that's, that's what we want to do. And if we do all those things, then we've done it and we've succeeded and we can walk away. And like there was a list of 10 things. That's how many we got 10. And there was there were random things like release an album, sell out our hometown show, mm-hmm. go on tour, mm-hmm. um, have a have a record label approach us, have a booking. All these things that were like when we wrote it, like this is impossible. We don't even have a band name, but these are like we're going to we're going to silo on these things. Like these are what we're going to uh, accomplish. And one of them I'll never forget was um, we wanted to be on Guitar Hero. <laughs> that was, that was one of our dreams. We wanted to be on guitar. Hero. I think that's bands. my favorite which one. Which one? We want. We did whatever. Whatever <laughs> one would have us. We wanted to be. Were you, good, were you good at Guitar Hero? You're a musician. I actually good? was pretty good at Guitar Hero. I'm not trying to brag, but did I was, you go to the orange note? You know, on the expert, the yeah. expert stage. Yeah, I was yeah. pretty good at Guitar I love Hero. Guitar Hero. Go yeah. on. Go on. Yeah. No, well, I'm just saying, like we we set out our dreams and our goals. So, um, we we. Uh, I mean, we knocked them out. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun just to see it happen, but but we knew what we were trying to accomplish the whole time. And and I think that um, what's interesting is, like, we even we got approached by Guitar Hero at one point. <laughs> True story. Get like, out. I promise you, two years <laughs> in. The Guitar Hero or, like, so, uh, the Christian Guitar Hero? I'm going to The Spanish Guitar Hero. Right? So, Guitar Hero, do you remember Rock Band came out? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so Guitar Hero and Rock Band were now fighting for this top spot i guess and one of them opened up this thing where um new artists could be part of like an extra download and so they contacted us and I said remember this yeah they, they totally said listen this. we want you to be part of, of um guitar hero and what we'll do is we'll take your song we will we will make everything into guitar hero notes like well, our team does that 
uh, also send us all the pictures of you guys and we'll make your likeness on stage for the for the video game and you'll um and you'll be part of Guitar Hero Forever and we're just like like here's the deal okay so we wrote this list like 2 years prior to this and we're like this was maybe the last thing to cross yeah. off the list and we're just like here it is but we didn't we didn't care anymore it was this weird thing like Guitar Hero wasn't as cool right. um it that was still like a really cool thing to be asked and and it's not that we would have said no but part of their new business plan was like, um, you pay us like five hundred dollars and we'll make this happen. Oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. so it wasn't as it was, it didn't feel as as like exclusive as when we wrote it on the list. Because yeah. yeah. two years prior, you probably would have like, oh heck yeah, pictures already in your mouth, like inbox. <laughs> yeah, here's a thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. we pay any amount of money yeah, on a rock sure. band uh, or guitar hero. But um, yeah, like when they asked us, it was just like, man, that's really flattering. But we're we're gonna pass, and um, we just kind of went to the list and crossed it off and we're like okay cool oh. that was on the list but wow. it's just interesting to me how how things that were huge priorities to you at one point and maybe even made your top list of things that you wanted to do like ever your bucket list maybe after a year after a little bit of time just kind of fizzle out a little bit so the the pinnacle of my career is being asked by guitar hero so have you like dealt with the fact that like rock band beat out guitar hero because you said no like you you took guitar hero fault, like you fault. took it down like those guys at guitar hero probably still I lose your sleep name. over like, that to this day they're probably night. still like gosh dang it if we would have got those guys that would have taken us to yeah, the top i think you're absolutely right my my music career is filled with like people who who would see us at a show and be like my dad works for this agency and uh he could really help you he'll love you i'll pass on your cd can i get one for free like, yeah, totally. Like, like next show, next night. Hey, my dad works for Sony. He's in the AR department. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, that's like yeah. my whole music career is like people like promising me that they had somebody that they could just to get a free CD. And it's like, I will never hear anything from any of these people. It's like, happened all the time. But you can't turn down the one that might actually. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's, yeah. a, that's a lesson. You, you have so. to treat everything like it's serious because what if that's a real opportunity? You're only just, you're like always just looking for your next break, your next chance. For sure, for sure. And, you know, you've talked about being like a dream giver and like having dreams, having dreams that you currently have possibly. So I was wondering, could you give us an example of a dream that you've accomplished that you're pretty proud of, you know, or something that, you know, is that, you know, that you really excited about? You kind of touched on that just now. And as well, could you give us a dream that you like are in the process of having accomplished, didn't accomplish? And then the third question I'd like to ask you is, could you kind of like, what was your favorite dream that you've given to someone that you've watched someone else do? Hmm. Man, those are good questions. <laughs> those are good questions. What, yeah. what, um, let me think, because I, I see my life in phases, um, that are ongoing and there's been certain, like I could answer that question in any different phase that I feel like my life has been in. So for instance, when it comes to ministry, um, a goal of mine, when I first started in ministry, uh, that one of my mentors, you know, poured into me was to find the person that I could pour into literally to find the person that I could give everything I have away to. And that started when I was at life church that we were praying that prayer. I was like me and me and my boss, we'd sit down and be like, give us somebody we can pour into that we can give this to and um man we we prayed and prayed and prayed we had guys come in and man maybe this is the guy maybe this is him and we had two guys and three guys and we we, this happened all the time and it's just like it never felt right but we kept praying that prayer and i kept telling other people that like hey always find your replacement and and not in a way it's like 
get out of here like so you guys can grow together and you can watch For it because sure. yeah. you want to find somebody yeah. that can take it further than you ever could so I, I think jared is a is a testament of that for me sure. and, and i remember when jared showed up it was like oh dang i randy we, we gotta randy's the the lead pastor at the edge yep. and i was like randy we gotta we gotta get jared on randy board come here. on the show randy come <laughs> on the show has he said no no i got blackmail for you if you want to make sure he okay. That's okay. Good. first memory of jared my first memory oh, of Jared. Oh, this is a good story. Yeah. You know this story. Yeah, Jared, uh, I was at uh, Life Church OKC, and Jared came in the green room with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was in eighth grade. Do you already know the story? Is that why you're asking? You really don't. I really don't. I think I was in seventh or eighth grade, and I was going through a really rough patch in life, and I did for a few years after that. Yep. And uh, my mom was like, I just want you to meet the band, because I was like huge <laughs> into music. And so... Uh, she like took me back there. She worked at Live Church at the time, so she took me back to the green room to meet the band at Live Church, Oklahoma City. But which was that even cool for you? That was so dope. Yeah, really, hundred percent. So J- JT grabbed me before you came in and said, "Hey, we're gonna have this kid come back." And uh, JT was a worship pastor there at the time. And he said, uh, "His mom is kind of at wit's end, and she needs he needs some good influence in his for life." Sure. And I'd love if you would would kind of take point. Would you like be someone that would talk to him? He's really into to bands and. I was in the, the band at the time as well, the the pop band. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So Jared came in. I remember like, like all right, I'm going to hang out with you, man. We're going to chat. like, <laughs> And we talked for like five, ten minutes. And you you kind of seemed a little distant. You it's know, shy. Dude, kinda yeah, like, you really, yeah. I was, was like, out of the, like, I'm eighth grade or whatever, and I'm hanging right. out with these, these people that I see as like super cool, insanely good musicians. And like, I just feel super out of place at this point. I'm like. Yeah, so Why am I here? The moral of the story is after that day, I never saw him again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he never came back. Never, never he never came. once came yeah. back. But uh, that's that's my first memory of Jarrett. And then uh, we saw each other at a conference in Orlando. Yeah, uh, that's so crazy. I started thinking about... That's when I met about, Randy. Yeah. And uh, that was like a year before I came out. I started, Western Oklahoma. Yep, I got you out there. Insane. And I, dude, it was like, we don't need an associate worship guy. And I was like... I know, but we gotta have them. We gotta have them. And it's not they said we didn't need is like, well, that's like not even in the plans. Yeah, but for sure. dude, we we gotta make this happen. So, I think that's that's something that's a that's a dream realized of of uh, knowing that I wanted to find somebody that that I could pour into and somebody that could take what I left and and uh, make it even better, bigger and better. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. So. A failed dream, man. Well, yeah. it doesn't have to be a failed dream. Oh, Maybe even I'm junior a, in the current, like, so current many. process of. Yeah. Um, well, I think this this could be like a way for like everyone to, because sometimes I feel like dreams they feel like so far off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Th- like this, I feel like this right here. Everyone's seen that way. Yeah. Podcast. I mean, exactly. But here we are. Yeah. How did you get here? I, I'm, I would Josh. love to know, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it it started with. I was I just started to get into podcasts really, um, just like listening to them, and I found that I was like growing a lot from like listening to them. I mean that came from like several. I mean Craig Rochelle's does a great one, um, Battle Ready from like Mosaic, they do a really good one, and then also like fun ones, you know, um, just popular ones. David Dobrik, Logan Paul, like those guys. I watched a lot of them, and so I remember I was driving home after work one day, and. Uh, I was listening to Battle Ready in my car and I had always thought about me and Curtis was always I've always talked about like doing a podcast and like just the thought of it and I was I was literally listening to this podcast on the way home and I I was just like I want to do it. And I was just yeah. like I I literally was just like I want to do it. And so I straight up just called Curtis and I said, "Dude, 
I want to start a podcast. And I, he think would, the, I think the exact quote was, dude, I know what I want to do with my life right now. Wait, this is <laughs> that, a that, life decision? This well, is, no, 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 just, just right said, now. I said, what's up, dude? He's like, bro, I know what I want to do with my life right now. I was like, what? He's like, dude, I want to start a podcast. I was like, let's do yeah. this. Let's do this thing. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I just... I remember the first video. You guys video the all's first test run, mm-hmm. and it was around this little round table that's yeah. in the kitchen right now, and nothing was, you know, his. Yeah. it was in his old bedroom that looked like his bedroom, and now it's like this, which is like crazy. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a bedroom we're in right now, Yeah, but it does bedroom. not look like a bedroom. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it, it was just, I got inspired from listening to him, and I thought it would, honestly, it stemmed from the fact that I just wanted something fun to do. And I wanted to like open up opportunities for like growth and inspiration and motivation. And like these type of conversations don't just happen like all the time. It's just not, we, you don't just talk to somebody and you start talking about chasing dreams or whatever. And so I was like, what better way to just facilitate that type of like opportunity and that type of conversation to happen. And I just, I think it's a fun thing to do. And I started pulling pieces yeah. together and Curtis and Jared and Crewall and everybody who's involved and just Natalie, 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 <laughs> dude, she's so involved. It's crazy. She's incredible. Just started. But we uh, also noticed there wasn't really like a, like a faith based podcast targeted at like millennials. Mm-hmm. And so we thought maybe yeah. we could fill that kind of, not even void. necessarily faith based, but faith based people just talking and helping inspire people yeah, like this, and, you know, yeah. which I think is super cool. Cause like, you know, we're all Christians, but I mean, I feel like people that could listen to this, like might not be, and that's like, Mm -hmm. okay. Like we want them to listen because we want them to like be inspired by your stories of chasing your dream of touring. I think a lot of like, if musicians are listening, they've had that same dream. I have had that same dream and even hearing stories from it's like, Oh, that'd be so fun. But it's Mm -hmm. also like, that'd be so hard, you know? And so I think, I mean, we're Christians, but like, I know that some people, that yeah. will listen might not be and that's right. like 100% okay yeah like, absolutely this is the place for you because it was almost like it was either like it was faith-based and like very leadership focused or it was like the exact opposite where there's just some guys talking to each other and each one entertained me each yeah. one I, I'm entertained by that uh, but it's almost like how can we yeah. inspire people that are Christians that aren't Christians and help them achieve like their dreams and that's why we're starting yeah, with just this. people in general for and sure. and also I always notice that a lot of podcasts are you have this like high like maybe well respected this person with influence all the you know there's someone like up here it feels like talking to like us normal people who are yeah, down here yeah 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 and cool. I was like I want to I want to bridge that gap a little bit and almost feel like us normal people are talking to other normal people about real, real life, life things yeah. and that's just kind of what it started as and yeah. first one first episode <laughs> here we are. Here we are. But that's awesome yeah that's awesome yeah so what about you what's what's a dream that you're going through like maybe right now um so the last three years have been really interesting in my life just because um i've had kids i have a four four years i guess i have a four-year-old little girl she turned four last week and uh Dude, she's so much fun yeah so she's awesome about that Tell me about, Tell me that. about that. She she's a she's a YouTube star. Yes. We sold some videos of uh her and I talking, no singing. Oh, yeah. We were singing. Um yeah. yeah, we put a video on Facebook and someone was like, I want to buy that for my TV show. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Go for it. Um but yeah, it's uh it's kept me on my toes and it's it's brought me in a different season for sure. Um 
because I've, I've always enjoyed being creative. Uh, I enjoy inspiring others to be creative. I get mad when someone tells me they're not creative because 100%. that's impossible. There's right. no such thing as an uncreative person. Um, but I found myself uh, in many ruts, in many like valleys, um, because I couldn't, my time wasn't my own anymore. And, and uh, I've said before, we talked about it, Johnny's here. Hi, Johnny. Dude, Johnny's the man. Johnny by the Bounce. Way. Johnny, Johnny Bounce. We we're talking about Toasted Space Bear, Spotify Live. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're yeah, pl- talking plug about it, plug it really quick. Uh, yeah. Space Bear, uh, available everywhere. It's a song that Johnny <laughs> good, Johnny Bounce man. and I released. So check it out. Um, but we were just talking about how time is is the most valuable currency, and we've talked about this for years. And I felt like I lost all my time, um, and I wasn't mad about it because I wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like raising kids is amazing, and and I love my kids. And I even said like, if someone were to say to me before I had my kids, like, hey, um, the hospital bills and everything else uh, before you have a kid, just so you know, before you guys even think about having kids, it's gonna be like it could be like twenty grand. I'd be like, yeah, I might I might wait a bit, you know, yeah. I might <laughs> really? I, I might wait a bit. But if someone came to me today and was like, hey man, uh, I'm taking your your son and daughter. Uh, away from you forever forever or you can give me 45 grand right now i'd be like i'll find it i'll figure it out you know it's like the the perspective shifts whenever new seasons kind of find their way all the way through Mm -hmm. and um so the last four years have been interesting for me because it's stipend a lot of what i like to call my creativity and i've had to i've had to put it in the back seat um so that i mean that's like songwriting and and performing and and doing things that used to give me a lot of joy I'm finding other things that give me a lot of joy, but um, I have people in my life like you guys and and Johnny and there's so many other people that are constantly pushing me and and saying like, Hey, let's, let's write together. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's do this together. You know, there's other outlets um, that I've been playing with. Fueling it. Like, yeah, like a little bit. I've got a flock that knows who I am and and knows, you know, when I'm down and when I'm up and can be like, Hey, let's get together and chill. And it's something that I'm super grateful for. So right now, I mean like my, my dream, honestly, um, is to like be the best dad possible and and to and to be able to to you know go to sleep at night knowing that the things I've I've maybe said or, or done with my kids or, or or whatever will make an impact that's positive and yeah. and that's it's harder than you think because it's, you just get tired and you you're like go to bed like get out of here there's so many things and and uh, it's like man I, I wish I could be songwriter right now or I wish I could be mm-hmm. touring right now or I wish but it's like no man this is this, I, I've rested in the fact that like this is what I, this isn't like a poison it isn't like yeah. a curse like this is amazing these are two human beings and mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to love my, my wife and my kids that's that's my that's my dream and and any time that someone comes around and can offer something that's just like hey come hang out and let's do some creative stuff or we painted a couple months ago together I mean there's just things like that so I think that's my dream as, as cliche as that sounds, but that's, yeah. that's the season I'm in. Mm-hmm. And, um, I really enjoyed releasing a song with Johnny. That yeah. was fun. That was, that was, and I know that was Johnny's dream and like to release his music. And I know you were a big part of even helping push that and like guide that and uh, be a part of it, be a part of those processes yeah. and all that. Um, what about like when you accomplish a dream, what is some advice like you have? Like let's say someone accomplishes their biggest dream in life. Mm-hmm. For me, honestly, out of high school, I went to this internship and I knew I wanted to be a worship pastor. That's what I wanted to be. I was like, that's what I want to do with my life. And I achieved that from you putting, you know, instilling that ability in me to lead strong, uh, lead well, work hard. Uh, and I hit that dream when I was 21 years old, I think 22. Um, and it kind of came to this point like, okay, I'm this young what's next like what's my next dream 
Uh, at that point, it was like, get married. Mm-hmm. Like, I got married. Now it's like, literally, what's next? Because I'm the same way with the whole kid thing. I'm like, I'm still young. I don't really necessarily want to have kids right now. But the other day, Aubrey, my wife, she got insurance numbers in from her from her work. And it listed out how much insurance was for these kids. I'm like, I'm all right. Like, that's <laughs> that's a lot of money. Like So, like, for me, I'm even asking myself, like, what's next? Like, what's that next dream I want to accomplish? And how do I get there? If I've already accomplished my biggest dream, like quotation marks, yeah, my biggest dream right now, you know? So like, if you're giving someone like advice on, you know, they've, they've accomplished it all. They've accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. What do they do now? Yeah. I'd say first and foremost, the most important thing you can do once you, a lot of people don't realize they've accomplished a dream. That's Mm -hmm. the, that's the truth. You don't realize it. You kind of just like, carry on to the next thing right mm-hmm. and 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 once you once you if you find yourself in a place where you're like i just accomplished a dream you yeah. know god god gave me this desire and saw it through and a dream has been realized if you find yourself there the number one thing to do is to stop breathe and celebrate yeah 100 percent. if if we forget to celebrate those things and we've talked about this so yeah, much yeah, all yeah, of us have sure. um you, you're just setting yourself up for for like this lifelong sense of uh like non-accomplishment it's it's very strange and and it's so easy to forget to celebrate it's so easy to stop it's not like we're celebrating ourselves but we're celebrating what's happened and what god has done and all the people that were part of that so it's so imperative that we celebrate that we stop and take a second to just really appreciate all god has done like that's the that's the number one thing uh you have to stop and celebrate and appreciate and then from there like there's kind of a fork in the road you know you either have an idea of what's next because maybe that was your big stream in the world a year ago, but like other things have kind of been like, Oh no, I need sure, to go yeah. here now. Mm. And you start going down that trajectory or you find yourself where a lot of people I know, and, I, and I've been here too, that you don't know what's next and you almost feel like, um, am I done? Is that it? Which is kind of the, the question. Yeah. Um, so I would ask you, Jarrett, what did you do when you felt done when you when felt, felt stuck because you had a, you oh, had a man. moment there where you kind of felt stuck 100 you were appreciative last year 100%. yeah you yeah, were appreciative yeah. but you you felt you kind of felt like man what what is next you kind of find yourself in a crisis sure. so what, what did you do life, yeah it's almost like like purposeless yeah it's yeah. not how you yeah, feel yeah, yeah. So, like. so like um i got to a point where i was kind of one Caden and i had been working together at this point for a year over a year probably i right at a year when i started feeling like what's next like what am I gonna do like this kid that's coming up and under me who's only a year or two younger than me you know he's doing incredible and it's kind of probably maybe how you felt when uh, I stepped in and like all these things of like and you always told me replace yourself replace yourself replace yourself so I'm thinking that I'm like okay I'm gonna replace myself with Kate and it's like what am I gonna do and it got to this point of like I started having conversations with a lot of people like a lot of people I really look up to you Randy my boss my wife, my mom, like all these conversations, like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do next. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I really don't. And then, um, I kind of just let, like, I kind of just kept trucking forward, honestly, pushing through, like, cause that was a very hard time to kind of come to that realization of like this, this dream that I had of being a worship pastor could be coming like to an end so soon, so soon, because like, who am I to like, not necessarily be in the way of Caden and his ability, but why would I not want that ability to be like, the person leading this ministry mm-hmm. when I see how incredible he's doing. So it's like, I kind of got to a spot where it was like, mm, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know? Cause I knew, I knew that I was going to be like, okay, Caden, yeah. you're taking the reins. So seeking started counsel. having a hundred percent seeking the people that I really, really looked up, looked up to. Um, 
the biggest one being my wife and just being there. Obviously, my mom was a huge help. You were a huge help. Randy was a huge help. And I got to this point where I was like, I was like, if I don't really have a decision by May, was what I said. This was like probably last September. I was like, like in May, I'll know in May. And right now it's July, so obviously something's happened. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're now the creative. Pastor. Now I'm a creative. You moved from worship to creative, and, and Kate has taken over worship so right? so seamlessly. It was yeah. incredible. And now it's too, because I did a job. I was really scared too, because I did a job one summer before I came to the edge that was not worship. And I really, I really enjoyed it for a couple months. Really enjoyed it because it was new. It was change. I like change. And, um, but eventually it was like, this is not me. And yeah. I stepped down. And, um, so I felt that kind of way with this at first. I was like, is this going to be another one of those fads of like yeah. three months and out? Uh, but now it's like, I found a whole new passion and like something mm-hmm. totally different. And now it's like, now I want to continue to replace myself cause I want to do it again yeah. Yeah. and again yeah. and again and again. So that way I can just keep building up crew who's here, who's running, you know, um, audio and video and all this kind of stuff. It's like, he could be the one, you know, it's yeah. just so cool to see. Um, but yeah, so like, I think, I think dreams change too. Yeah. I, th- I think what's really important from what you said, like the, the main, I think the main takeaway for me is. I think once if we find ourselves stuck or we're we're really at a loss for words or or purpose or meaning, right? It's so easy to just silo. It's so easy to just creep back into the dark. It's so easy to like turn off your phone. Do we don't want to talk to anybody? We just kind of want to figure it out on our own. But man, it is so important to remember that we are. And this is like I need to remember this yeah. sometimes too. It's like. We are made, you know, to, to be in communication and, and yeah. contact and, and that counsel and those people that, that love us, um, you know, there's, there's no, well, they, they always get the benefit of the doubt, like people like that, like a, yeah. like a mother or a wife or a, a best friend. Like those are people that even when we don't want to, even when it's like, oh, I can't, right. I just need to sleep in today and not talk to him. But it's like, those are, those are great times to like reach out to that person <laughs> yeah, and be sure. like, Hey man, tell me who I am. Yeah because we forget who we are hundred yeah. percent. And, uh, and yeah, I think you're right on. I think when you get to those moments, which, which can be little things, it's not always like this crazy fork in the road life thing, but it's yeah. just like, could be mm-hmm. something that happens on a Monday where you're like, what am I doing with my life? It's like, man, talk to the people who know you and, and allow them to, to, to pour into you and, and, and kind of really give good. you some, you know, some uplifting news. It's yeah. important. It's easy to run away. Yeah. I like what you said earlier about celebrating dreams. Yeah. Uh, this was a dream for Caden. And we've kind of gotten a little deep, and I kind of want to like celebrate by having a good time real yes. quick with this game. Okay, you want to play a game. game? Yeah. So this game, it's probably gonna be a good time. You ready for it? Rapid fire! Yes. So Brandon, you're gonna have 60 seconds. Okay, we get a timer ready. Someone, timer ready. You're gonna have 60 seconds to answer all these questions or as many as you can. Uh, or you can answer all the questions before the time is up and you need to answer them as fast as you can. What's the topic? Bunch of stuff. That's called popery. bunch of stuff. That's called popery. We call it rapid fire here on Boost podcast. Um, so are you ready? Hold on. Take a sip. Cause you're going to be talking fast too. I'm going to be talking. talking. You're going to be talking <laughs> fast. We're, we're answering these fast. Okay. And honestly, I'm not going to hear the answers cause I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> so I can't wait to listen back later and, and hear what you say. So are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Describe your teenage self in three words. Uh, cargo shorts and funny t-shirts that said, like, don't eat me on pizza. <laughs> okay, what's your dream pet if you have one? Uh, a Firefox. <laughs> Pick a number between one and 100. 22. Biggest pet peeve. 
Um, I don't like it when uh, somebody's having a Facebook argument and then someone has a typo and someone calls them out on the typo. <laughs> I hate that. Like, <laughs> if your What's... only argument is that they had a typo, it bothers me. But past that, my other biggest pet okay, peeve is Facebook on. arguments. What superpower would you have if you could have one? I would really like to be able to teleport. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Dream vacation. Um, a volcano. God. <laughs> Talking on the phone or texting? Texting. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat yes. animal crackers? Wow. Favorite ice cream flavor? Um, just straight vanilla, man. First Spanish word that comes to mind? Adios. Are Crocs good for the culture? I wear them daily. Perf. That's all of them. <laughs> one minute. Literally dead yes. on one minute. Let's Heck give it up. Yeah. Let's, Let's give it up for Brandon. That was incredible. You rapid. can't make that. That was rapid voice. fire. That was so good. <laughs> I've I don't never know. Heard someone go on so long about their pet peeve. <laughs> we, were, we were texting. Wait, I, I would like to go a little bit. Yeah, go, let's yeah, go. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, I, I think Facebook arguments in general are are so let's stop. the dumbest thing. Let's stop. I've said this before. What do I say? I've said it so much. You've yeah. heard me. You, no one. You will never change anyone's mind on Facebook. <laughs> for sure. Ever for sure. about anything. Should, about, should we be killing someone's dream right here by saying? If that, your right dream here. is to be a Facebook <laughs> argumenter, I want to kill it. It's it's not a good dream. It's not a good dream. And then here's the deal, though. I'm like you. It's, if I see a great argument on Facebook, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the notification thing. I want to see what's yeah, going on sure. later, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a good argument unfold. But here's what really grinds my gears is when somebody has like a typo. It happens. No big deal. When you're typing so fast, right? And then yeah. the only rebuttal exchange, yeah. is like, instead of saying anything pertinent to the argument, they're like, "Why you?" apostrophe re and then the little asterisk like that's their only rebuttal is you misspelled your you moron it's like <laughs> it's like <laughs> they're incompetent because they can't spell yeah it's like get over it just like uh, just get back on with the argument that you shouldn't be having anyway sorry you have, anyway. i mean i love it to go into more of that like you have a lot of uh history with like having fun on facebook mm-hmm okay i know you used to go into these chat rooms okay oh this is there's good. this thing called Okay, you you can elaborate on this. Shucking? You know more. Is that right? Yeah. Explain explain <laughs> explain this just a little bit. Was this a dream to the audience who might not know what? So on Facebook they do these uh, live videos. Everybody know what Facebook is, right? <laughs> no, they do like everyone just does yeah. like live videos. Like everyone thinks that they have content that people want to see, and most of the time they do. It's great. And I stumbled upon this video where they were opening pearls for people, <laughs> and they'd say like. Like, what clam do you want? And they'd be like, I want clam number two. So he'd be like, okay, Sydney in Oklahoma, you're getting clam two. I'm opening it for you right now. And they'd open it and be like, oh, it's a beautiful pink pearl. I'm going to send it to you. So it was like this. It's called shucking. It's right? called shucking. 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 S-H-U-C-K. And I just, I couldn't for about a week. I was addicted to these chat rooms because I was just trying to troll the oh, whole time. I would join these chat rooms just to see yeah. what you're saying. You're like, I'd say. be like, I'd, I'd say, like, Teddy Shuckstable <laughs> is, is here ready to watch a shuck um, some clams. Because it's, it's like the verb is shuck. Yeah. And so I would just try and come up with every possible um, pun that had to do with. with um, you miss 100% shucking. of the shucks that you don't shuck. Exactly. Yeah. Wayne Shucksky. Wayne Shucksky, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember that one. That was my favorite oh, one. Man. It was incredible. And, and I promise you, it was like so genuine and, and juvenile, but it was always like in, in good fun. And Absolutely. I actually, the reason it stopped is because I got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. The guy didn't understand it. He thought, he didn't understand that it would, they were shuck puns. And um, right. Really, he didn't never caught on. No, he, uh, that's the un- one he really did not like. Yeah, he, he's so like, you know, the song, I, I mean, listen, 
I guess the word shuck at the time, unbeknownst to me, I think everybody knows. Could, yeah. could, and I didn't realize. I never even thought about that. And he thought that I was I was trying to sneak in like a bad word or something, and I wasn't at all. And he's just like kicked me. He didn't even ask me. He just kicked me. And we were friends at this point. We've been Man. we've been laughing we've been at each other's them, yeah. puns for a long time. But um, lesson learned. Um, I got a message today from a fake person, and I we talked for an hour <laughs> yeah. yeah those are the best Caden's done that before yeah, yeah I, sure. I enjoy it they said something like are you dating anybody and I just went into my I said I was a clog dancer do you know what clog, do you know what clog <laughs> yeah, dancing yeah. is yeah. you really do I'm impressed yeah so we, I talk every time she would say something I talk about clog dancing so that happened today that's so incredible Facebook uh, that is incredible so you're an active Facebook troller basically yeah I used to we used to go on those video game chat rooms yes and we'd be like so there's these new like e-games, not new, but they'd be like these people versus these people in Halo or something. And I would go in there and be like, hey, uh, player one, the guy that has, you know, four kills right now, Mr. Red, like he's from Nebraska. He really enjoys cheerlead on ESPN2. He's a great guy if you guys ever get a chance to meet him. And the commentators be like, wait, what? Like I'd, I'd try and, and troll every opportunity I get. I don't know. Maybe Troller. I should stop doing that. Troller. Well, um, just to kind of wrap, start to wrap things up just a little bit, um, just to go back to kind of our topic of chasing dreams. Um, I know, at least for me and probably for a lot of other people, we talked about this just a tiny, tiny bit, but dreams can also, I mean, like almost feel like they're so far away that people a lot of times like are scared to even like start to take steps, you know, because it's like, I want to become or do this, this, and this, but like, oh my gosh, so much stuff has to happen before that happens. You know what I mean? And I, I think that's a big reason why a lot of people don't even start. It's because it feels so far away, so distant. So, you know, yeah, the greatest enemy to starting is starting. Yeah. And so like, what, what are some steps that you think, people can take like right now yeah. to start to to work towards well first their off goals. listening to a podcast entitled how to chase your dreams mm-hmm. um yeah. honestly it's like yeah. um what the, boost podcast they called boost podcast <laughs> yeah. trademark 1996 um <laughs> yeah it's so there's there's like this analogy that i've said multiple times like to, to be a good dad, uh, I had this huge desire to read a baby book and I went and bought a baby book and I got it. And I think I read through like two chapters, but the desire to want to be a good dad is, is half, it can be half the battle. Mm-hmm. And then to start is the other half is kind of, is kind of my, my philosophy. So when it comes to something, a dream you've realized, you know, I didn't, I didn't coin this term it's brilliant the enemy of starting is starting i just said it but it's so true and i said that again the enemy of starting is starting so good like i you have to start if you yeah. i mean like people are so afraid to start that they don't start therefore that never, yeah. never is it they're afraid realizes. to start or is it that they're afraid to fail i think it's all the above it's probably yeah. more so fail but failing is such a relative term mm-hmm. when when yeah, it's I such an early dream 100 we have to we fail have to. we have to fail so i, I think um I think baby steps are really important, but laying out what a baby step could be. Um, I think finding people with uh, mutual interests and, and talking with them, maybe find somebody who's done it or somebody who's further along and, and talk yeah. with them. Um, there's a, there was, there was a time that a guy called me and asked me to go eat barbecue with him. I was touring at the time with, with theater breaks loose. And he's like, I just want to figure out how you got to where you got. 
And, like, there's a lot of perception reality to all that. I mean, there were some nights we played for 100 people, sometimes 500. But then there were, like, multiple nights we played for two people. But yeah. you, no one knew that. You know, they mm-hmm. just saw we were in Rhode Island tonight. That's super cool. But this guy's like, hey, I want to get with you and figure out how you got there. And just, like, talking to people who have been there before. And then this particular guy I had barbecue with, um, he's, like, signed to, signed to a record deal and has, like, millions oh, wow. of plays on Spotify and no way he remembers me anymore but like it wasn't and it wasn't like my advice brought him yeah, over the top sure. but it was his eagerness and his hunger to yeah. keep finding avenues and, and and never stopping so i think that's important is is to is to find like-minded people find people that have been there uh keep keep talking about the dream don't let it die uh and then maybe maybe you need to make a list of, of things you want to accomplish you know it, it can that can be harder I guess that's easier said than done sometimes, but I think you got to start somewhere. Um, that's my thought. Yeah, really just good. just go for it is what you're saying. Just it's it's go for it, but have have counsel, have have people to support you, understand who your advocates are, and make sure that that it's uh it's not dying. Yeah. In is the there dark. is there ever a time like when you're chasing a dream and it's not going the way it should? Is there a time to stop? I mean, or do you feel like if it's like if it's like someone's passion, if it's like their biggest dream, should they keep chasing it? I think instead of stopping, you should pivot. Ooh, that's good. That's what I think, and and I've seen that when we were talking earlier about failing. I mean, there's so many things that come to mind of, of ways that my dreams have failed, um, but I pivoted on all those because I yeah. took what I learned in the failure. Maybe I realized that I wasn't great at this, so maybe I'm, I'm gonna pivot this dream or, or pivot this this thought. I don't, and, and sometimes when you're operating here, you don't even consider them dreams. You're like, this is just my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. Um, so, yeah, I, I think instead of giving up on something, you want to pivot and mm, you want to take good. what you've learned. And, and a pivot can be a huge pivot. You know mm. what I mean? Like We're small. I mean, it can be. Yeah, but it, it can it can be super minute or it could be like I'm changing careers exponentially. But my dreams are still intact because right. dreams are, are things like I think often we think of dreams as like I want to play on a big stage in front of everybody at Madison, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, like that's sure. your dream. But in reality, your dream is is to um, have equity. Your dream is really to to have um, a platform. Yeah. Like that's that's probably yeah. the bare bones. Or it's influence. like to be noticed, right. to have influence. influence. It's like to really dissect what your dream could possibly be. And that's, those are things I'm doing hmm. daily. But I'm not. I don't like wake up in the morning like, what are my dreams today? Yeah. It's yeah. like, man, what are the desires of my heart today? What am I trying to figure out? What I'm trying to do. So, yeah, I, I think pivoting is real important and taking what you've learned from from failures and, and from things that didn't quite go as well as you thought they would, mm-hmm. but maybe not quite a failure. It's really good. And going from there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, man, I think uh, I think that I think I'm not done, man. Let's keep no. going. You good? <laughs> no, this is a blast for sure, man. Thanks well, for coming, man. Yeah, absolutely. For thanks for thanks for coming out here and being a part of our first episode. Man, what an honor! Absolutely. We got a we got a picture already. Yes. On the wall. Yeah. Yep. That's a thing um, we do. Every person that comes on the guest, we we snap a little photo and print it off and have them sign it. In. Just in case you get famous, so we can yeah. sell yeah. it one day. Yes. Is really all. Uh, listen, if anybody in this room is going to be famous, I am the least likely <laughs> candidate at this point. It's a lie. It's no. It's yeah, completely true. It's, it's, it's uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do. And uh, well, we are too, man. Yeah, you guys <laughs> we're are ready. This, we're ready. This is going to be cool, and and I, I hope that everybody listening gets a chance to be on the show and and to so cool, see how yeah. genuine you guys are and and how sincere. I mean, this is super cool. Yeah. I mean, super so official. Mm-hmm. This is a real deal. I'm trying. Trying. Um, you've done it. There's no more trying. It's here. It's happened. Right. Well, thanks. Here Appreciate we go. It. Appreciate it. Well, yeah. For those two listening, I mean, we want you to know that dreams are important. 
And um, I hope you took away something that is going to motivate you, inspire you, and just push you um, towards your goals in life, towards your dreams in life. Brandon, like I said, again, just thanks. Thanks for coming out and being a part of uh, podcast number one. Let's give it. Hey. Let's give him a hand. Thank you guys. This is awesome. For those of you listening, don't forget to like, subscribe, and like we will always say here, figure out who you're called to be, what you're called to do, and have fun doing it. This is Curtis, Brandon, me, Caden, and Jarrett signing off. Peace. Peace.